Welcome to another episode of Engagement Zone. 2020 has got off to a fast start. Um, I've made a commitment actually to not mention any news events on the 2020 podcasts. 2019 was dedicated to uh, Trump and Brexit. I've actually, having been a news junkie my entire life, it's in my blood, have decided to delete the news apps off my iPhone um, because it's just too glum out there. Uh, I'm focusing on the great stories of our finalists from around the world and, and the great work they're doing to improve their, their people experience and culture. Um, to that end, um, we have an awesome uh, guest today um, with us. Uh, it's Kelly Allison, the CEO and founder of KVA uh, Digital. And um, she's going to be speaking at our conference in London on April the 1st uh, and is also a finalist uh, in the awards, 2019 awards, and where winners will be announced at the, on the 23rd of January in London. So uh, please welcome Kelly to the show. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Thank you very much for having me on. And uh, t- kind of giving away the timing of this podcast, but how was Christmas and New Year? Yeah, great, actually. I always say it's a a great kind of time of the year running an agency because it's the only time when your clients are off as well. So Christmas, you always get proper downtime. So it's great. (laughs) Yeah, I I was was, uh, thinking uh, I'd try and do some stuff over Christmas and New Year, but then I suddenly realised, to your point, that actually it's that one time where there's nothing really going to be coming into my inbox. So I thought I will have two weeks off, and I did, and I feel fantastic. So... Um, so I'm glad. I'm glad uh, you had a, a good Christmas and New Year. So, uh, before we get stuck into why you're a finalist and uh, a, a great place to work, um, tell us about yourself and KVA. Brilliant. So, um, I founded KVA seven years ago, and really, the the reason for founding the agency was that I'd worked freelance for about ten years across various different agencies of different sizes and descriptions, and I'd, it was twofold, really. I'd got quite frustrated working as a creative, as a designer, that developers often weren't realizing the creative process. So I taught myself to code, became a front end developer and found that I had quite a unique skill set in the market. And that's really where the company was born from. But what I really wanted to do in the purpose, I suppose, for creating an agency was really to make a difference. And I encountered quite a lot of um, of politics, of um, kind of negative agency culture, really. Um, and so that was something that I wanted to tackle head on by creating KVA. Um, so KVA is a full service um, brand experience agency. And our USP, um, going back to my background, is blending creative with technology. So what are usually kind of quite separate Um, specialisms in creative conceptual ideas etc what we do is marry that very very closely with the data the analytics and the development so the kind of tactical implementation and then we wrap that in a master brand experience so we're very focused on we're a young dynamic team and we're very focused on um, on results and on positivity and motivation both internally and in the way that we work externally with clients Wow, um, just thinking about ourselves right now. <laughs> Might need to come have a chat with you. Um, so, <laughs> These days. <laughs> um, that's for another day, though. Um, so, uh, so people are a central pillar to, to KVA. When you when you started this, you wanted to put them at the heart of the business, but but do it in a way that isn't just paying lip service to it, like like a lot of other agencies out there. 
Absolutely. And I think that's that's crucial, really. A lot of agencies that I'd worked for would say, you know, we've got a kind of family um, culture, especially the the kind of smaller mid-size agencies. Um, but actually, when it came down to it, they weren't really putting people first. And that's why I wanted to really make a change. So for me, it was kind of living and breathing that existence rather than actually having that down as a written value on a piece of paper that actually wasn't feeding through to the culture. So really, whenever anyone is onboarded um, into the team, they go through quite a robust onboarding process, which is understanding about the culture. Um, And that's been quite interesting because a lot of our team have started with a real kind of what I call the them and us um, culture, where they've worked at companies, they've come from agencies where they've been treated quite badly. And there's been a clear division between um, leadership or management and the rest of the team. And it's quite difficult to actually change that mentality. But we've had some really, really lovely success stories in how we have managed to sort of turn that around and integrate people in the team and who understand the culture um f- fantastic i think um having come from a an agency uh, agency background in the very beginning of my career in london and, and sydney um uh, one thing i i love seeing in in the submission um once the judges had, had made had made their decisions uh i have a look afterwards um, is that in your contracts you say overtime's not not expected, and from anybody who's not from an agency world, um, it's implied that you just work until it's done, and that could be till three in the morning, uh, <laughs> um, and with with no reward or thank you or gratitude. It's just that's the way it's been. That's the way it always will be. Um, with with your bosses yeah. walking out at six pm. Um, so yeah. So I'm guessing you know. It, having that in as in your contract you really were let you know sticking your flag to the mast there yes absolutely and I think that was another kind of driving factor um when I founded the agency I'd previously worked I mean I, I was freelance so I was kind of one of the lucky ones where you feel like you can leave on time because the agency is paying you by the hour but actually what I I noticed was the kind of culture that anyone who did leave at 5.30 or 6pm, whether they were going to pick up children or they had life commitments, which which most people do, they were, there'd always be the comment of, you know, oh, just popping in today, are you? Or something similar um, to that. And I think that just creates a real kind of negative vibe um, and you're never going to get the best out of out of people. And, and actually, everybody has a life outside of work. And I think employers need to take that responsibility seriously to understand, you know, how can you make things easier life gets busier every day for every person um and we manage so much now in our lives um especially with the change over years and years with you know women now managing family and home life and careers and you know dads managing um managing careers and family life and i think that pressure that it puts on you it's important for employers to be able to understand that for somebody staying past 5.30, that's actually their life and they're not necessarily being paid for that. Um, So what we do at KVA is very much encourage everybody to leave. It doesn't mean everyone does because they're ultimately there to serve the client. So nine times out of 10, I am sure that sometimes once I go, in fact, I know that the team often stay behind. And because overtime is always paid, they never tell me, which is really annoying, because they say, Kelly, you do enough for us already, you don't need to pay us overtime. We're doing this because we want to. And that 
just says it all really that that, that says that says volumes um i suppose one of the areas that we, you know we, we're we have a big focus on is that you want high performing people not necessarily people that say they're happy uh or you know necessarily engagement score high performing productive people uh and i think lots a lot of a lot of small businesses and big businesses probably learn a lot from from you guys in the sense that it's all about output and making sure your client's happy. It's not about working long hours. And I think if, if, if companies are doing that and running their people in, in into the ground with late hours, they should be looking at themselves uh, about the processes and actually how they can improve those those processes. You know, we're living in a world of a, an almost a four-day week that's becoming legal in Finland now. Um you know, so it's, you, I think we should be looking at leadership's failures if if companies are are making these people making the people work long hours. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, early on in my career, I I worked the other side of the fence, so I was um I was sort of in the corporate world, and um yeah, I mean, one of the things that you you notice is that. Um, when certain people would leave roles, they just wouldn't be replaced. And actually that work would be distributed throughout the rest of the team. And it is just an automatic expectation that actually everybody can pick that up. And I think that's the difference between leaders recognising people as people, as individuals with lives outside of the company. That's the difference. If you're just treating somebody as a worker, as staff, um, all these kind of terms that I try to avoid um, uh, at, at KVA, as soon as you start recognizing somebody as an individual who has um, a, a life outside of the business, that's when you'll get the best results because actually you can generate and tailor um, things according to their needs. And that's ultimately going to come down from leadership, but it's also going to be the responsibility of individual managers um, within that structure as well. You really do practice what you preach. Um, so we're having a quick chat before before we uh, we got on the podcast, and you, you've uh, you put your people ahead of head of your head of club head of business, I suppose, but head of income uh, last year. You know, are you able to talk about talk about that a little bit more? Or yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think that that really kind of underpins um, what I'm all about. Um, going back to before I kind of tackle that head on going back to um, somebody in an agency an old director once said to me you'll never succeed in business because you're too kind and actually I've always been had a really really good business acumen but I have always been kind and been about the culture side of things and I believe that you can do both and we found ourselves at KVA in a situation um, back in April where we'd worked with a long-standing corporate client who we'd had a relationship with for a number of years. And we were working with global and European teams. And ultimately, that company engaged in a kind of internal political battle. And we found ourselves right in the heart of it. And what I experienced through seeing how my team were behaving was actually a decrease in productivity everybody was um, working overtime in their own time. There was people being made to get out of bed in three o'clock in the morning to help client this client with a presentation they'd forgotten about for the morning. We had, um, we had staff, we had two members of the team who went on work-related um, sick leave, which we would never ever have, have entertained or had at all um, as an agency. And that's just wouldn't, is never, that that's not the reason that I founded the agency. And watching 
my team kind of go from really happy, really productive and really motivated to miserable and people crying, breaking down, including the guys, not just women, um, was actually really difficult for me to see. And it got to a stage where essentially they were covering the majority of our overheads. They were over a million pound account. And I turned around and decided not to be a part of that anymore. Um, There's obviously more to the story. um, But essentially, it was kind of it was abusive and threatening behavior. And it wasn't just to me, it was also to the team. So I made that decision to move away from them and protect the team and put the team before a million pound account, which has been um, a, a very big decision yeah, and, for me you know, to KBA have to make. No Facebook, it, you know, it's, it's you know, pounds pounds matter, and so because they pay 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 people's pay they packets, do. and so you know, that, what was the reaction from the team to that? Were they were they stunned? <laughs> No, I'm I'm glad you asked that actually because I was going to follow up with that. Um, so essentially, the team broke down in happiness and joy, and there was a big celebration with people popping prosecco bottles that they'd found on the side, client gifts, and different things. Um, everyone was was really really excited and happy, and actually, quite a few um, of my my senior uh, managers sat down with me and said we will over our dead bodies will we let anything happen to this company we will do whatever we need to do you've put us first and we recognize that and since then every single person has been absolutely immersed on the new business side of things so I've always believed that you shouldn't really in an agency have a separate sales team so we've always integrated into accounts for example um but they have all been absolutely fantastic. And the foundation and the sales pipeline that we've developed off the back of those events since April has been unbelievable. And that's thanks to the team. And I genuinely don't think if the team didn't feel valued and they didn't care about the company, I don't think that they would have had that reaction. I think they would have just probably walked away from it. Um, so we've been we've been incredibly lucky in that respect. Absolutely, and and you, you ultimately might have lost the account anyway, and you and the and the business, uh, the business would be in trouble. But you know, by putting your people first, the good things happen. Uh, it's, it's it's no surprise when that, that those those things happen. People will talk about customer experience, and employee experience, and if what which one goes first, it's a total no brainer to me. It's you, you put your people first, and the that experience, and it all flows out from there. And um and i will continue to to say that line until until i, I part this earth i think um but then also just also you'll, you'll never succeed in business because you're you're too kind that that's going to be leading our social posts on this podcast i think because uh, <laughs> well, just so hopefully that person <laughs> might see the success you know that you already have become but also the acknowledgement that you're getting from external awards like like ourselves so um yeah uh, two fingers up to that person um <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely so, so what's, what's next i know there's lots of, obviously you're going to be speaking at the conference and you know we're 15 minutes now but um you know it, it comes through in this submission that judges have, have, have marked you know you care about your people the well-being of your people that comes through in the fact that you gave up i gave up your biggest account to put your people first um what, what's next um uh, what, what were you trying to do to keep improving the people experience at, at kva what would you like to do that you've not done yet? 
Very exciting opportunities, really. So what we're doing, so R&D is a really kind of um, key part of what we do. And I think being in the digital space, things change very rapidly. And what we do, rather than kind of having a formal um, employee training process, we very much kind of weave the R&D time into people's schedules. So the developers, for example, get time to be able to research emerging a new technology and understand how they can apply that with commercial value to our clients. So what we tend to do is actually kind of look at the market how are things changing and how can we learn and I think that helps kind of keep everybody motivated and excited Um, and it keeps everyone learning you know we're learning every day all the time um, and that everyone thrives when they feel like they're progressing and they're they're getting somewhere so lots of new opportunity lots of learning opportunity Um, yeah future's exciting and would that be employee-led? They'd say look this is a new technology or a new way of doing things that we've seen other people doing can we go start training in that and 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 then you you give them the you empower them to do that or is it coming from the top it would be both i think it's really important to we have a flat hierarchy um so everybody's voice is heard whether it's a, a junior designer whether it's a junior developer through to myself everybody's voice is equal so um if if somebody has something that they feel passionately about that they you know sometimes the developers go home and they build something quickly overnight and they bring it in and say look at this um or they've read something I, we've got some internal slack channels where we post um things that we've seen or technology that's coming out and how we can potentially use that and it sparks conversations internally and it kind of gets pulls everybody together as a team um so yeah and and then obviously sometimes I'll sort of find things and take them to the team and um yeah so it's it really comes from all sides I would say fantastic Fantastic. Well, um, as I say, Kelly will be uh, speaking at, at the conference in, on April the 1st. Um, Super Early Bird, if uh, well, actually Super Early Bird will have finished by the time this has gone gone to air. Um, so visit our website for whatever um, promotion we might be running at that, at that stage. Uh, hopefully see you there on April the 1st. Um, Kelly, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in two weeks and a day uh, down in London for the uh, gala dinner. Very best of luck to, to you and your team. Um, thank you. And, and thank you very much for sharing some some great thoughts and, um, and, and your story around KVA. So um, uh, congratulations on all your success so far and long may it continue. Thanks, Matt. And thanks for te- for setting up this initiative as well. It, it's great that it kind of um, it, it kind of enforces people to to have an understanding of employee engagement and the importance of it as well. So it's fantastic. Thank you. Oh, well, absolute pleasure. My life's purpose now. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Good. Um, <laughs> good, good. Thank you very much. And thanks, thanks to everybody who's listened. Um, I'm sure you can find Kelly uh, and and KVA on LinkedIn and the web, on the web. Um, we'll put all that stuff on the web page as well for the podcast. Uh, if you need any of her any of her st- talents um, or want to just ask ask her questions about creating great culture and and a SME, so anyway, thanks very much for listening, and uh, we will speak to you again soon. Take care. Bye bye.